Many times we need to keep our health in check, but don't know what questions to ask or where to begin. We walk in blindly to our health care provider and walk out none the wiser and maybe even more confused than before. Can you take charge of your health and arm yourself with the questions and preparedness you need? The answer is yes. Welcome to Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs. This program will answer your questions and give you the best practices for facing your medical partner in good health. Now, here's Dr. Susan Downs. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Occupy Health. This time we're going to try something a little different. We're going to have, this is live, so you can call in with your questions. Last week we had two people discussing how they cured their multiple sclerosis. Curing multiple sclerosis? How does that happen? We never learned that in medical school. We just learned how to contain it, you know, maybe to help prevent a little bit of it. So it's just kind of interesting. So like to extend this to other health conditions and you can call with your own particular questions and in a few com- next few in the next few next month or so we're going to have a lot of information on toxins and uh, glyphosate and fluoride and all sorts of things but today with us we have an expert who can answer your questions that's Raymond Francis He's been cited as one of the scientists who has achieved a breakthrough understanding in health and disease. A graduate of MIT, he's the author of five, at least five cutting-edge books on health, including the international bestseller, Never Be Sick Again, and The Great American Health Hoax, Never Fear Cancer Again, Never Feel Old Again, and Never Be Fat Again. So, simplifying health and taking the mystery out of disease His books are decades ahead of the standard medical practice. He's appeared on over 2,000 radio and TV shows. He lectures all over the world and was a syndicated talk show host for 16 years. The late astronaut uh, Edgar Mitchell, the sixth man to walk on the moon, had this to say about Raymond Francis. He's a brilliant, advanced thinker and an international treasure. He transforms the way we think about health and disease, bringing hope, and inspiration to those who seek the path out of illness toward sustained health and well-being. So, uh, anybody with a question, feel free to call in. The number is 866-472-5792. Welcome, Dr. Francis. Well, thank you very much, Susan. I really appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Uh, and and I want to applaud you on on your show and what you're doing because uh, it is so so necessary. Uh, you know the American people are in a long term downtrend. The health is in a long term downtrend. The costs keep going up. They're threatening to bankrupt the federal government, and they will bankrupt the federal government unless we do some changes. Uh, so we're we're on an unsustainable path where disease. Uh, is is out of control, threatening to bankrupt the government, uh, and not only disease, but Americans not only Americans getting sicker every year, but they're also getting dumber every year. Uh, you know, oh. most people don't know that the the IQ, the average IQ of the American person, uh, is below the average IQ of the average human being on the planet. Wow! I want to make dumber than the average person on the planet, and we're getting dumber every year. We got to stop doing that. It's it's time Uh, to make America healthy again. It's time to make America smart again. Okay, I want to make sure that if somebody calls in with a question, that I'm alerted to it, so we can address the question. But you certainly raise a lot of questions. So if there are no questions from the listeners, I want to say, why are we dumber? Well, we're doing it to ourselves, Susan. I mean, I'm sure you're aware of it. Um, poor diets that don't support brain function. And, uh, and we live in a sea of neurotoxins that are damaging the brain. Um, for example, we, we put fluoride in our drinking water. About 70% of the American population drink fluoridated water. Um, you know, the <laughs> Americans drink more fluoridated water than the rest of the world put together. Uh, and we know from studies that people who drink water with the highest fluoride levels have substantially lower IQs than people who don't. 
Yeah, I've so, read that it lowers the IQ by about seven points, which, you know, we can ill afford. Uh, ill afford, absolutely. I mean, we live in a very, very competitive world where the, the international economy is fully dependent now on, on, on technology. Uh, and as we get dumber and dumber, how are we supposed to compete in that? Um, it doesn't doesn't bode well for the future of our country. Uh, and then we have um, the the Environmental Protection Agency <clears throat> has identified neurological toxins, so aluminum, for example, which we put in deodorants and uh, and we put in vaccinations. Vaccines contain aluminum. Um, uh, DEET, which is in um, insect repellents. Uh, Aspartame, which uh, we put in uh, diet sodas and all kinds of other products, and all these damage the brain. Um, and then there are the thousands and thousands of, of food additives, um, artificial colors and flavors and preservatives and processing aids. Uh, and we know from studies that uh, artificial colors alone um, damage uh, the brain and learning and, and behavior. And uh, so we're, we're doing it to ourselves. Our poor diets are not supporting the brain with the nutrients that the brain needs. And, uh, and all of these neurological toxins are damaging the brain. And so we're getting dumber. We're getting sicker. Hey, it's time to stop this nonsense. Let's I make agree. America smart again. Let's make it healthy again. I agree. So just for the listener, you can call in with your questions to Dr. Francis. And then the call-in number again is 1-866-472-5792. And if you're overseas, you can Skype that. So we'd love to hear from you. But in the next month or so, we've got a lot of uh, programs that cover like Aspartane. Apparently, uh, the company that made it was doing research, and then they found it caused cancer, so they fudged the research. And the U.S. government went and sued this company, and then um, Donald Rumsfeld helped get Aspartane through the FDA so that we can all be enjoying this carcinogenic process. Apparently, he did that because FDA voted against it three to two. Uh, they had another person put on that committee, so it was a tie, so the FDA could vote that we can enjoy the carcinogenic benefits of our Spartan. Now, also in the FDA, uh, Stephen Drucker has memos where all their scientists were warning that, hey, we, we've got to be careful. We can't just plow ahead on this. We've got to be careful with this GMO. And they went away, and the FDA proceeded saying it's safe as mother's milk and that, you know, this genetically modified stuff is good. And that's independent of the glyphosate. Another thing that I question is in 1996, uh, the U.S. Congress passed a law, you can't stop the placement of a cell tower for health reasons. Do you think they knew something? <laughs> yeah, we think so. <laughs> Uh, actually, they've done some very good studies on cell phone towers. Uh, uh, I think there was one done in Germany, I think one in Israel, I think one in Spain. Uh, and they all came out with the same conclusion. Uh, if you live within 1,200 feet of a cell phone tower, your risk of getting cancer skyrockets. And the uh. risk, all-cause all risk uh, for mortality goes up. I have so interviewed. It makes you sick. I have interviewed several Swiss farmers, and they all got sick. Their animals got sick, and their plants got sick when the cell towers went in. They had no idea what was going on. So you might say that maybe they're hypochondriacs, their plants and their animals and stuff. But this is serious, and I understand farmers are having difficulties with cell towers on their uh, fire stations. And right uh, within a block from where I live, they have like 19 cell towers and they want to put in more. And then further researching this, apparently the power is so high that according to some experts, it's got the ability to snoop in every single home and to do c crowd control. I mean, they just want us to drop. They've got that ability. And nobody is nothing we can do about this. Well, the only thing you can do, uh, for instance, uh, I bought a, a house uh, nine years ago now in Florida, and uh, and one of the things I did is I was very careful not to buy a house that was within 1,200 feet of a cell phone tower. Yeah, but they put them right uh, so, next to a house. Yeah, we, 
it, it, it's it's really you know nobody the, the government isn't going to protect us. I mean that that is very very obvious. The government is not protecting us, so you have to protect yourself. You have to educate yourself, and that's why I write my books. I mean, um, if people want to learn about all this stuff, it's all in uh, uh, The Great American Health Hoax. That's my most recent book, The Great American Health Hoax. It basically tells you how to get well, how to stay well, how to not be sick, um, and uh, it gives you all the information on cell phone towers and, and glyphosate and, and uh, GMO foods and all the other things you need to know to choose health. i just like to remind the listener once again, the call-in numbers, if you have particular questions for Dr. Francis, is 1-866-472-5792. So this is, and I assume that you'll let us know if somebody calls in. So, I mean, this is really alarming. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, there have been studies, Hardell studies, showing that cell phones cause brain cancer. And, you know, and there's a lot of people trying to say a lot of things cause a lot of things. And, you know, some people are saying glyphosate causes all the world's ills. Other people say statins are causing all the world's ills. I kind of see it as a toxic soup that, you know, each person might yeah, respond and, to something and the different. Is yes, all of the above. <laughs> uh, and, and when it acts in combination, it's even worse. Because yeah, because they have... They have different mechanisms, and some of them operate like on the insulin receptors, and others operate on a detox pathways. Yes. So the government might tell us, "Oh, a little bit of lead or a little bit of this is not going to hurt you," but they act synergistically, and it's scary. Uh, well, and and the thing is that they they're absolutely right. I mean, you know, you uh, you look at stuff like maybe they put in a breakfast cereal, and and, and we know it's not good for you. Uh, but they'll say, look, there's only a little bit, uh, and it's not going to hurt you. And you know what? They're absolutely right. But the problem is, by the end of the day, and you add up all the little bits, you're in toxic overload. And all these, as you pointed out, all of these things affect your health through different pathways. And when you combine them all, you're screwing up so many pathways that you're going to be sick. I mean, yeah, uh, Dr. Kennedy, who's going to be on in mid-March, he was saying that we're finding fluoride in our Wheaties and our various cereals, Fruit Loops. That's scary. And fluoride is fine if it's on a tooth, but if it's not on a tooth, it has many adverse effects. It substitutes for the iodine and the thyroid, and it just makes a mess in the st- yeah, and um, but yet it sounds like they're using it as a drug to protect, pre- prevent tooth decay. Yet the FDA has never bothered studying it. Exactly. Well, you you, you can't because there, you know, the, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of parameters and different combinations. Uh, I remember one study uh, was done on three food additives. Uh, I think one was an artificial color, one was an artificial preservative, and the other maybe was an artificial flavor or something like that. And all of these things had been tested for safety before they were put on the market, and they were deemed to be perfectly safe. They fed them to the animals. The animals didn't fall over dead, so therefore it's safe. Um, And uh, so they repeated the experiments. They fed them one at a time to the animals, no problem. Then they fed two at a time to the animals, and the animals got sick. And then they fed all three to the animals at the same time, and the animals died. So that tells you something. It tells you that these things yeah. work synergistically together, uh, and, and we only test them one at a time for safety. Yeah. Yeah, and and another problem is it's going to be really hard to find a control. For example, in cell phone studies, uh, you know, who doesn't have a cell phone? And they <laughs> might and, and they might not take out the confounding factor of cordless phones, which are even more unhealthy. I right. mean, apparently, it's either the Interphone or Danish study, the ones that all the uh, cell phone advocates say, oh, these things are safe. Apparently, their controls are on businessmen who use cell phones quite a bit. So. And it seems to be a pattern that the study, industry-funded studies uh, show there's no problem, and independent studies have different results. 
Well, that's uh, and a lot of times the the studies are influenced by by money, uh, and uh, and they're designed not to show any problems, uh, and that happens all the time. Uh, so again, it's 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 really the government isn't going to protect us. Uh, industry is not going to protect us. We have to protect ourselves. We How do we do that? We have to educate ourselves. Okay, once again, the call-in number, if any of the listeners want to ask Dr. Francis a question, is one 472 How do we protect ourselves? I mean, we're just in a sea of this. What do we do? Well, um, you know, there are a lot of things. For example, I mean, we live in a toxic world. There's, there's no way uh, that you can protect yourself from toxins today. Uh, but what you can do through personal choice is to reduce your toxic load. So the, the toxins themselves are, are not so much the problem as the overload of toxins. I mean, the body is able to handle a certain level of toxins. Uh, we're designed to do that. Uh, the problem is we're overloading our detoxification capacity and uh, and we're, we're reaping the, the results of, of being damaged because we're in toxic overload. So if you take steps to reduce your toxic load, uh, you can reduce it down to where the body can handle it. So uh, there's a lot that we can do. Um, and, uh, for example, the, the, you know, pesticides. The average person can reduce their pesticide load by 80% just by getting off of meat and dairy. So there you go. Boom. 80% what about, gone. What about organic uh, grass-fed meats? Same thing? Well, they're, they're, that's what you need to do. If you want to eat the meat, you need organic. Uh, but the, the regular meat, the regular dairy, uh, that's where 80% of your pesticide load is coming from. So get it out of your life. Um, and then with the cell phones, uh, don't live near a cell phone tower. Uh, yeah, well, they just put 19 of them next to me, and they want to put in another 20, and uh, the, the town doesn't give a hang if we bathe in this stuff, because I live in Silicon Valley, and there's all these people that worship the cell tower, right. and, they think, and they think they know everything. Well, they think they do. That <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a problem, and then the cell phone itself. I mean, I own a cell phone. I don't use it. I keep it in my car for emergency purposes. Um, I, I put it in my briefcase when I travel so that I can keep in contact with the office, but I don't use it on a daily basis. And some oh, advice on cell phones is if you keep it on airplane mode, that's about the best you're going to get. The worst times for using a cell phone is when you're in a, a metal container, such as a car, or a train, an elevator, because the signals just bounce around and your head right. is basically antenna. And it's also the problem with cell phones is it's worse when you get these big jolts of energy. So when you're going from cell tower to cell tower, weak signal, strong signal. Uh, in a car is a no-no. I mean, if you want to protect yourself, uh, you can use Ethernet. Um, another MIT lad invented that. And um, we've got two MIT engineers on this call, by the way. And so uh, Ethernet, turn off the Wi-Fi, keep it on um, uh, airplane mode, uh, keep the distance as your friend. Uh, be careful of any earphones that have wires in them. I mean, there. I mean, this technology is here to stay, but let's not be ridiculous, folks. I mean, I've seen that they've got baby onesies with little monitors in them, so you can hear, you know, with Wi-Fi, hear the baby's heart rate. They've got little gadgets they can put in a woman's vagina so it can play music for the fetus. They've even got remote-controlled um, sexual toys. So uh, we don't have to be crazy. Let's just be a little careful. Right, and and then you know. Keep your calls to essential calls. I mean, you see people on cell phones all the time that are just chatting away on a call that you know is not essential. It's, it's just a social call, and they're chatting away. Don't do that. Just well, what about that. if you keep it like two feet away from you? Is that a little better? Uh, a little better, 
but um, uh, but still dangerous. Um, you know, you go back to uh, was it the fifties or the early sixties? I've forgotten now. When uh, when everybody in the American embassy in Moscow was getting sick, and the ambassador came down with cancer, and then uh, they replaced the ambassador, and the new ambassador came down with cancer, and <laughs> and everybody was getting sick at the embassy, and then they found out that the the Russians were bombarding the uh, the embassy with microwaves. Uh, and um, and that's what was causing everybody to be sick and everybody to get cancer. Well, well the, thank the, God the embassies I worked for were not in Russia. They were in Asia. So that's pretty scary. But also well, we yeah, had... Guy- scarier, here's the scarier. The amount of microwaves that they were bombarding the embassy with is below what all of us are being exposed to today. Wow. Yeah, wow. Uh, so we you did want to have talk on about keeping the cell phone two feet away. Well, yeah, that's better than keeping it two inches away, but it's still a problem. Well, we did have on the show last August, I believe, Guy Hudson, and he actually makes protective clothes and protective sheets. Now, I've investigated uh, putting paint or wallpaper in the home, but apparently if you miss one little spot, everything's going to come in and just bounce around anyway. So this is something we have to be very careful of. But, you know, perhaps our body can withstand some of this, but just not all of it. I understand the EMF makes it hard to detox during the evening, which is what we're supposed to be doing. So some people say at night, just unplug everything, even your whole circuitry in your house, if you're that bold. And, you know, maybe you can replenish all the insults from the day. Well, it's we don't really know. And the problem is, as you pointed out earlier, it's almost impossible to do experiments today uh, because where are you going to get a control? You can't. Uh, you practically have to go to Mars to do an experiment <laughs> with controls. Uh, so we're we're doing this without adequate safety testing, uh, and uh, and it's not a good thing. But uh, there's a lot of things we don't have personal control over, but there's a lot of things we do. Uh, you know the toxins we put into our bodies every day. Um, uh, you can you can learn what those toxins are, where they're coming from. You can stop putting them into your body. You can choose to eat organic foods instead of regular foods. That's a simple choice anybody can make. Um, you can choose to get on a good supplement program to make sure you're getting the nutrients you need on a daily basis. Um, so there's a lot of personal choices that can have a huge effect on your health. So it's not it's not all hopeless. We uh, there's a, you know I'm here I am I'm I'm going to be 81 in a couple of weeks and uh, and I I am sailing. I mean I am just in fabulous health. I never get tired. I never get sick. Um, I I function like I'm in my 20s. And, and I almost died at age 48. So, yeah, what, what um, happened to you at age 48? Oh, the same thing that happens to most people. My doctors were trying to kill me. It's, you know, they, they're clueless. Uh, well, they I don't drug, think they were... Drug I don't, my, liver, my liver died, and, and, and so I almost died. Well, uh, I don't think they were trying to kill you. They were trying to well, do they, what they, they thought was I mean, best. They, they weren't... They, they, it was not malice and forethought. <laughs> it's just... What they do, I mean, I, I, you know, it's they just don't know any better, uh, and it hasn't changed. I mean, I'm a history buff. I've just been reading a uh, uh, history of Louis the Fourteenth, and uh, and the court doctors wiped out almost the entire, uh, you know, uh, royal family because the court doctors were killing everybody. Uh, and you say, oh well, you know, that was that was way back in the 1600s. You know, we're more, well, they're still doing the same thing; it hasn't changed. So, um, you know, beware. Uh, the medicine is in a primitive state, um, and uh, what we call allopathic medicine is uh, not benign. Uh, it's not helpful. It's not benign, and it needs to go. What about functional medicine or naturopathic medicine? Would that be uh, better in your eyes? Yeah, absolutely better alternatives uh, because they don't depend on on toxic drugs uh, to do the job and and invasive damaging surgery. I mean, that's... uh, 
You know, what we don't do is when somebody gets sick, nobody asks, why are they sick? Let's find out why they're sick. Let's reverse it. Let's fix it. Let's make them healthy again. No, they're sick. We give them a drug that suppresses the symptoms, and the drug makes you sicker and sicker. That's, that's a dumb way to do medicine, yeah, but that's what we do. Uh, it's got to stop because it's, it's bankrupting us. We, we can no longer afford it. Um, and, and people are sick, and, and that you don't feel good when you're sick. I mean, I know I was sick. I didn't feel good. Uh, so, you know, health is a choice, uh, but it's a choice that is not being chosen. Uh, so we need to educate people. Um, health is a choice. Teach them how to choose it. Um, if you want to know how to choose it, read my book, The Great American Health Hoax. It has a whole chapter in it that we call the maintenance chapter. It teaches you how to maintain the human body so you keep it in good health. Simple. Yeah, I agree. Once again, if anybody wants to call in with a question, the number is one 472 57 Nine two, Yeah, and that's what this radio show is all about, to give the listener information about how to uh, improve his health. Also, the movie is coming out that me and my partner did, The Big Secret. You can find out about that on thebigsecretmovie.com. And also, you can check a website called the Silicon Valley Health Institute, svhi.com, where we have like 20 years of videos on various health experts such as Raymond Francis and many others that have been on the show. And so, I mean, our goal is to get this information out here so we can have some choice in our health rather than just uh, be victims. So what would you recommend about diet? Well, we we have to get back to, um, you know, that people ask me all the time, what's a good diet? I don't know. And you look at the world, and people have thrived on a variety of different diets. I, you know, people in the South Seas have eaten a different diet than people uh, uh, who are desert nomads and, and, and others who have lived you know, all over the Eskimos. I mean, people have thrived on different diets. But you know what? If you try and say, well, what is the common denominator? What's common here? Um, and the answer is fresh food, fresh food uh, and uh, real food. In other words, it, 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 you harvest it, you eat it, uh, it's, it's uh, naturally produced, and the complete absence of sugar. Um, sugar is absent in all these diets, and, and the minute you introduce sugar, you introduce disease. And, uh, and we've got to stop eating sugar. The average American eats like 160 pounds of sugar a year, and I eat less than one pound. So somebody is eating my 160 pounds. Wow. And, uh, uh, what about? Yeah, wow. And we don't realize it because, uh, um, you know, it's uh, everywhere. You, you don't okay, know. It, you don't so- realize it. it sounds like we're coming to a break now. So uh, we will be back and uh, get your questions ready, and uh, we'll be back soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. 
Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. For women who have problems conceiving, all too often it can be a heartbreak, expensive treatments that don't work, and a lot of dashed hope. It doesn't have to be this way if you just know when. Join host Helen Denise as she shares stories of success from women who never thought they could have a baby, yet used amazing products and techniques to achieve such success. Every woman of every age and lifestyle should tune in to know when. Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs. We'd love to hear from you about today's show. Send your email to Dr. Susan at OccupyHealth.com. That's Dr. Susan at OccupyHealth.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi, welcome back. This is Occupy Health with Dr. Susan. And here we have Raymond Francis with us. But I want to challenge the listener out there. Does any of you have a health problem? Any of you want to ask Raymond, so you can get his personal information and advice. If so, the number to call in is 1-866-472-5792. We don't have live shows very often, but I wanted to give you a chance to have your health questions answered. So don't be shy. All questions are good because if you have it, someone else has it. So Um, you know, so diet, is there, you know, some people say ketogenic and some people say vegan. I mean, uh, any advice on that? Well, uh, again, I, I, I really don't because again, if you look at the world, uh, and world history, people have thrived on a variety of different diets, uh, but it's been fresh food. Uh, it hasn't been processed food, and a complete absence of sugar. Uh, but, you know, for most Americans, um, get off of the processed foods. Processed food is not food. It's, look on it as garbage. <laughs> you buy something at the supermarket that has a label on it with all these ingredients, that's garbage. That's not food, uh, because it's low in nutrition, and it's going to be high in toxins. And those are the two problems. So, you know, nutritional deficiency and, and toxicity, those are the two causes of all disease. And, uh, and that's what you get when you buy a processed food product. You're buying malnutrition and you're buying toxicity. Uh, so you're not buying food, you're buying disease. Well, some so, people recommend eating a lot of salt. And I kind of question that because wouldn't it depend on the aldosterone renin ratio that some people can't tolerate all that salt because it will directly affect their blood pressure? So what are your well, opinions on salt? It, it, it depends on, on what they're meaning by a lot. Um, they're, um, if, you, if you eat you know, good, pure, what we would call sea salt uh, instead of refined salt, uh, if you eat sea salt and, and eat a, a teaspoon that a day, uh, that's probably very healthy. Um, but um, the, the problem is most Americans eat too much sodium in, in relation to potassium. So we've upset the sodium-potassium ratio, uh, and then that screws up the body's biochemistry. Uh, so what you want to do is eat a lot of fresh foods that, that are high in potassium, and uh, but the 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 sea salt kind of thing. Um, I've actually, in my experiences, uh, I found people down in 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 Guatemala who, who drink seawater, and uh, and they're extremely healthy, extremely healthy. But I do uh, believe there are some people more sensitive to salt, depending on the aldosterone renin 
ratio that some people can eat it and it's not going to affect them and others I think are more sensitive so I think it's probably an individual thing but it, it a lot is of- no question biochemical individuality plays plays a role uh, but you know the uh, most Americans eat excessive amounts of sodium today um, and they've upset their sodium potassium ratio and that upsets your biochemistry and it makes you sick uh, well, so Get get the processed salts out again. You know, again, get the process. Where is most of the salt coming from? They're not adding it with their salt shaker. It's coming in the processed foods. Get the processed foods out of your life. Well, once again, if anyone has a question, the uh, calling number is one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. In the meantime, I'm just going to try. If there's nobody calling in, I'm just going to try to imagine what their questions might be. What if somebody called and said, I'm overweight, what do I do? Well, um, overweight is a disease, and you have to look on it. It's not a cosmetic problem. It's a disease, and when you are overweight, your entire body is diseased. Uh, When you're overweight, you increase your risk of every disease, Uh, so it's not a a good thing. So what do you do? Well, uh, there's a switch in the brain that, that takes care of your weight. Uh, and if you have too much fat, a uh, switch turns on and it tells the body to burn fat. And if you have too little fat, the switch turns on and it tells the body to store fat. So that keeps your fat levels even, store fat, burn fat. What happens is today with our bad diets and our toxic exposures, is we jam the switch in the on position where it says store fat. And so no matter how little you eat, you're going to get fatter and fatter and fatter because you're just storing fat. So you've got to get that switch uh, working right again. Uh, How do you do that? Well, uh, for one thing, uh, you've, you've got to, um, one of the things that turns that switch on and jams it is insulin. So you've got to normalize the insulin content of the blood, and you do that by getting off of the sugar, <laughs> getting off of the grains, getting off of the potatoes and, and the things that increase the insulin in the blood. Um, and people who do that um, find that their, you know, the, the, their excess weight just melts away automatically because uh, uh, once you're back into the burn fat mode, um, you just burn it all off. But what if that doesn't work? There are some cases where the insulin is not high and the fat won't go away. Well, there, then there are other things jamming the switch. Uh, and, um, for example, uh, aspartame, uh, the artificial sweetener, will jam the switch. So um, get off of the aspartame. Um, there are glutamates. Um, glutamates will jam the switch. Uh, so um, get the glutamates out of your life. And again, that's the processed foods and uh, get those out of your life. So there are other reasons. Even even excess mercury can jam the switch. So uh, there are a lot of things that can jam the switch, but if you're overweight, it's because the switch is jammed in, in the store fat mode. And, so it's uh, a real mystery and unraveling as to which what's jamming the switch. That's true. That's true. But in most cases, um, it's just too much insulin, uh, and insulin is jamming the switch, and you get the sugar, get the grains out of your life, and uh, the switch will... And then, of course, it's dependent, the the operation of all this is dependent on getting good nutrients. Uh, So you need to be on a good supplement program. uh, And uh, and you can learn about that if you go to my website, beyondhealth.com. Uh, get on a good supplement program to make sure that you're getting all the nutrients you need to operate all this stuff. Uh, and, and then the fat. I, I wrote a whole book on this, you know, Never Be Fat Again. Uh, people read Never Be Fat Again and, and um, you know, 200 pounds overweight and it just melts away. It's a, uh, once, once you switch back into the, uh, into the mode where your, your body is self-adjusting again, that, uh, the excess weight just melts away. And some people are hypersensitive to chemicals. I mean, if somebody wears a perfume, they start wheezing and gagging. So what does one do about that? What's causing Uh that? Well, uh, you're talking to somebody who is at one time one of the most chemically hypersensitive people on the planet. 
Um, uh, that was one of the problems I had when I was very sick and, and dying. Uh, and it was a result, again, of uh, my liver failure. Um, and, and I'm now not chemically sensitive at all. Uh, I, I could not do then what I am doing now. I am holding a telephone receiver in my hand talking to you. I could not do that because I was so chemically hypersensitive. I could actually smell the fumes coming off of the plastic, and it would blow me to kingdom come. How did you get rid of that? Well, you, you have to strengthen the body again. You have to get the liver functioning again. And again, it's, uh, it's uh, diet, uh, supplementation, uh, detoxification. Uh, and, uh, and if you do these things right, you, you put the body back into self-regulating, self-repairing modes. You see, the body is a self-regulating, self-repairing system. It keeps you in excellent health for at least 150 years uh, and probably more excellent health if you allow it to self-repair and self-regulate. The problem is our poor diets and our toxic exposures and our stress and everything else we're doing wrong um, is upsetting our self-repairing and, and, and uh, self-regulating. So disease is really a failure of the long-term failure of the self-regulating, self-repairing systems in the body. So if you want to get well, you've got to shift back into repair mode. Um, what's causing and, the what's causing the chemical hypersensitivity? Um, well, basically, a, a total failure of all your body systems, um, and uh, and the liver is not is not functioning well anymore. Uh, it's not, it's not handling the chemicals. But then, what makes you hypersensitive um, is really uh, a learned response. What happens is the that the body becomes sensitive to certain chemicals. Um, and then after that, you get a learned response. So we're, now, we're no longer into biochemistry now. We're now into neurological things uh, where the body's nervous system learns a response. So now all you need to do is be exposed to just a few molecules, and the body goes into a full-term response. So that's why you're hypersensitive. Um, this is a, a nervous system um, reaction. It, it's, you're not into biochemistry anymore. You're, you're into a nervous system reaction. Um, I had a lady once I was helping to get well, and, uh, and she was allergic to eggs, for example. Uh, and she and her husband, one Sunday morning, drove past a restaurant where they were cooking omelets in the restaurant. All they did was drive past in their car. She went into a full-scale response. And so that's how chemically hypersensitive she was. Um, I was so chemically hypersensitive, I, you know, it was, it was unbelievable. I couldn't, be, uh, I couldn't be in the same room with the television set because as the set warms up, it gives off toxins, gives off fumes. Um, I couldn't open a book. I once opened a book that was 22 years old. It blew me away from the, the chemicals uh, off-gassing from the ink. 22-year-old book. Uh, wow. That's chemically hypersensitive. Um, and what you need to do is get the body back into repair mode, uh, back to where it's self-regulating again, and all this goes away. Um, and one critical thing you have to do is, is to normalize your, your pH, uh, because um, if, you, if your pH is not normal, um, you will shut down your repair mode, shut down your repair mechanisms, and uh, you won't be able to repair. All disease, all disease is a result of repair deficits. Aging is a result of repair deficits. Uh, you always must keep your body in repair mode. You have to learn how to do that. And again, read my book, The Great American Health Hoax. It tells you how to keep the body in repair mode. Well, tell us more about the acid base because and we've been told you measure your urine in the morning and see how acidic it is. And if it's too acidic, you eat more alkaline foods. I mean, such the you know, vegetables and oddly enough, lemons. And so um, tell us more about the acid base and tell us what kind of water you recommend we drink. 
Uh, well, uh, first of all, the, the water. Uh, I drink reverse osmosis water. Uh, in fact, I helped to design a reverse osmosis system. Uh, and, um, and if you want to get the system I use, you can go to beyondhealth.com and get that reverse osmosis system. Um, and I recommend it to everybody today because, uh, again, we, we talked about fluoride in the water. Um, fluoride is very, very toxic. It's in 70% of the water, and reverse osmosis uh, gets it out. So um, everybody needs to be using a reverse osmosis system. But then when we get to um, the, the results, of, you know, the problem with, uh, with pH being out of control, um, you know, in chemistry, there are chemical reactions and things that happen at certain pH levels. Uh, and if you change the pH level, um, those reactions won't happen, or they'll happen much, much more slowly. Um, so pH is critical for certain chemical reactions to happen. Um, pH is also critical uh, for signaling genes. You know, your genes run your life, uh, but um, we tell the genes what to do, so we run our life. Um, and one of the ways we tell the genes what to do, again, is with the pH. If you change your pH, you change the messages that you send to your genes. Uh, so if the genes are on your life and you change the messages, you're changing how your life is going to be. Um, that's not good. Um, well, doc, Dr. Kennedy recommends in order to avoid the fluoride in the water, distilled water. How does that compare with the reverse osmosis water? Well, distilled water is, is a good idea, uh, but again, it has to be high-quality distilled water. It depends on the quality of the beginning water. If the beginning water has um, hydrocarbons in it, um, those hydrocarbons are going to come right over into the distilled water. Um, also, I had a, a doctor friend once who bought the, the best still on the market for his family. He didn't you know, they spent a fortune for it, and I said, you know, you really ought to have that tested. Had it tested, it was extremely high in lead because they had used a lead solder in the, in the copper piping in it. <laughs> so he was poisoning his family with lead on the, with the distilled water. Uh, distilled water is expensive, uh, and you don't need it. Reverse osmosis is very cheap. Uh, it's just um, virtually just as good. And, uh, and so that's, that's what I personally use. I used to, I used to drink distilled water uh, for years and years. Uh, but uh, the cost just went out of sight, and uh, uh, so then I designed, uh, helped to design the reverse osmosis system, and uh, uh, and that's what I use now. Uh, so, but I do recommend that everybody be on reverse osmosis water because the tap water today is uh, is not good. The quality of the tap water is not good, uh, and you don't you shouldn't be drinking it. Uh, but the the pH of the body is critical to how the body functions. Um, and how uh, can you tell what the pH of the body is, if it's healthy or if it needs more work? Well, uh, really simple and really cheap. I mean, here, you know, here we're talking about a parameter that is enormously important to human health, enormously important. If your pH is wrong, you are sick, and you are very sick. And as the pH continues to decrease, you'll get sicker and sicker and sicker. So pH is very important, and yet anybody can control it. Uh, buy a roll of pH paper. Uh, it's just ten bucks. Go to BeyondHealth.com. We have the right pH paper, ten bucks, uh, and um, and then measure. Take a little strip and measure the pH of your first morning urine. Uh, and you want to keep that between 6.5 and 7.5. And again, this is all explained in my book, uh, The Great American Health Hoax. Um, so keep it between 6.5 and 7.5, and that's where you want to be. Uh, so this is simple. It's cheap. costs less than a penny a day to <laughs> measure your pH, and it's one of the most important things you can do for your health. Um, then if your pH is wrong, then you can change your diet, you can get on appropriate supplements, uh, get your pH into the proper uh, range. And, uh, and for example, cancer is a low pH disease. Uh, I can't tell you how many people I know that have cured their cancer simply by getting their pH right. 
Yeah, so, uh, low uh, pH, uh, by the way, means acidic, and which is usually connected with uh, the American sad diet. So yeah. um, do you measure it just once in a day? Do you want to know how it's go- varying well, throughout the day? It once in a day? You can only measure it once in a day because you're measuring your first morning urine. You're measuring urine uh, after you get up in the morning before you've had anything to eat or drink. And, uh, and we've done, there's been a, a lot of studies on this, you know, and, uh, where they've, they've measured the pH on the body, and they find that the first morning urine gives you an absolutely fabulous correlation uh, between all these very expensive laboratory tests. So here you are with, um, you know, something that is absolutely valid that you can do on your own that costs practically nothing. So what supplements would help here? I understand with food, you want alkaline foods, and that would be vegetables. Mm-hmm. The meats would tend to push you toward acidity, but vegetables and, oddly enough, lemons push you toward alkaline. What supplements can help you get to the alkaline state, which you say well, is more magnesium healthy? magnesium is critical. Uh, magnesium is um, one of your most important uh, buffering minerals, and most Americans are deficient in magnesium. Uh, and that affects your health in a big way, uh, but it also affects your pH. Um, so the first thing to do is to start supplementing with magnesium, but again, it has to be the proper magnesium because most magnesium supplements are wrong. Um, most cheap magnesium supplements are magnesium oxide and it's virtually useless. Uh, but again, go to beyondhealth.com, uh, get yourself some really good magnesium. I take it every day myself. I take six magnesiums per day. And, and I'd uh, like to let the listener know that you can get a blood test of what your magnesium is, but that does not tell you what's going on inside the cell, which is where right. it counts. Exactly. So, the blood is a bad way to test for that. And we have about a minute left. So would you like to any concluding points? And you once again can tell them how to get your website and any, sure. any final well, points? Folks, the, the, you know, here's, here's the parting. Health is a choice, but you are the only one who can choose it. But you have to learn how to do it. And that's why I write my books. Read the Great American Health Hoax. Learn how to choose health. It will change your life for the better. Um, if you want good supplements, go to beyondhealth.com. You'll get some of the highest quality, most effective supplements on the planet. Um, and so... There's much you can do to take charge of your health and uh, keep disease away and, and age slowly and feel good. And uh, I feel fabulous. I'm going to be 81 years old. Wow. Well, thank you. I mean, that's so informative. And uh, it's, I'm, I'm sad that people didn't get their individual questions answered. But this show hopefully will answer a lot of different questions and more importantly, give you the steps that you can t- start taking control over your health and take proactive actions. So I encourage the audience to do your own research, uh, consult with your pr- health care providers and, you know, learn so you can help yourself help others, and above all, please be well. Thank you for listening. Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to better health for you this week. Better for